Yeah. Rugrats. Cartoons. Cartoons. I guess. Are you are you sad, Andy? I'm sad. Go, Miranda. Chris Porton was too polite. We went a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 11 minutes without him saying anything. Best 11 minutes we recorded so. in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. We'll have him back for the Dunstan Checks in episode. Dunstan. We're going to Dunstan Checks back in with you. <laughs> I'm going to Dunstan Check in with Chris Porton while we do the Dunstan Checks in. <laughs> when we do the Chris Great. Dunstan Checks in. Great. <laughs> this is our lovely guest, Miranda Fife. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Oh, yeah. Is that it right? If it's not fifth or five, thief. Or Fifi. Fifi. Sometimes we get that. Miranda Five. Improviser. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Just improviser. Just improviser. Improviser ordinaire. Yeah. Miranda's extraordinary. Sorry. Do you have any slashes? Oh no. No, just improviser. Done. That's yeah. your credit. Are you asking for my slash fiction? Yes. Because I should no, like, consider myself like <laughs> improviser slash actor slash writer slash director slash teacher slash holder of minds. So wow. <laughs> Who are you? What? Who are you? That's yeah, me. Andy, plug yourself more. <laughs> plug yourself in the show. Oh, I, my name's Andy, and this is called Homer Philia. <laughs> I'm Devin, and I'm also on podcast called Homerophilia Simpson Saga. That's these are this. I'm one host of this show. I'm one. I'm the other one. There's two hosts, and there's one engineer. I'm the engineer. Name. My name's Miranda's Darren. an engineer. Oh, real engineer. A real engineer. Oh, um, like oh, a pretend I'm engineer. Sorry, you're a, you're yeah, no, I'm not a real engineer at all. <laughs> a sound engineer doesn't count. You can't see sound, therefore it's. Not with yeah. those eyes. Um, like on a train. <laughs> That's conductor. <laughs> what, you, what kind of? I'm a mechanical engineer, oh, so okay. I build and design uh, random stuff. Me- metal stuff. Robots. What's the most dangerous machine you've ever invented? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dangerous. Well, when I was in elementary school. Um, I thought it would be cool to tinker uh, with just, like, trash, pretty much. And I tried to get my friends to use this Band-Aid that I made. <laughs> it was just, like, scotch tape and a piece of paper, pretty That's much. That's pretty dangerous. And yeah. they died of infection. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> they died of infection. Um, What's the least dangerous machine you've ever invented? Least dangerous. Ooh. Uh, probably also that Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, Andy, what's the most dangerous machine you've ever invented? Uh, I tried to um, I tried to rig a, a red M and M's bank. Uh, like, okay, so the, I had this bank, this M and M's bank, and you and you put you like pulled his arm, and M and M's came out uh-huh. of his butt. <laughs> uh, I tried to rig that um, to attack my sister growing up, mm. um, but. Uh, unfortunately, um, when, once he gained sentience, there was no stopping. You know, much like your invention, this episode is also disrespectful to women. <laughs> you don't understand my sister, Darren. What? She must, well, you don't. You not, like you don't know my sister. She, um, we were in a position at that time that she needed to be stopped um, because my dad was an inventor and he uh, he accidentally blew her up like that movie. Yeah, well, we got shrunk. We got shrunk the summer before, and it was really popular in the neighborhood. Uh, we had another adventure, so um, my dad accidentally reversed the ray and blew her up. So, and then your dad retired from acting, correct? Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, until until recently, he did a um, charity for Canadian Public Access Television. Rick Moranis is back. We're here with Andy Moranis. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Homophilia. You guys. Are you so somber today? Um, down in the dumps. Why are you sad? I'm sad. Uh, my pitch got rejected. What was your pitch? Uh, I. I. I pitched. You uh, dug your grave, buddy. I pitched. Now shit in it. Uh, but Pepper's Farm rejected okay. my pitch for Sassy Gold. <laughs> 
Darren, what's the sassiest pitch you've ever had rejected? Uh, I had a pitch for Sassy Goldfish, and it got rejected by Pepperidge Farm. They said that we're a family company, and we don't we don't want our fish to be too sassy. Well, that's kind of in line with the theme of this episode. You yeah. know, it's a family episode, right? Oh, my pitch I, got rejected today, too. What was oh. your pitch that got rejected? My pitch was that Tony the Tiger should be a bad cop. <laughs> yeah. It does bad crimes. Yeah, I think that that pitch would be good if he had a good cop. Mascot to bounce off. Jolly Green Giant, duh. Oh, Jolly Green Giant. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And they fight the tricks rapid. Yeah. Well, I I understand, you know, like the Petri Farms, they're good and they don't, they're inoffensive uh, and they're just wholesome. So I get it, but I just thought it'd be funny if if they were really sassy and like talk back to you. Like, what kind of sassy stuff would the goldfish say? Like, I'd be like, uh uh, I'm not getting (laughs) eaten today. And then you'd eat it and be like, ouch, 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 ouch. <laughs> <laughs> And then you'd pick another one up and you'd be like, put me back down with my friends. And then you'd eat it and you'd be like, ow, 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 ow. And then you'd pick another one up and you'd be like, fuck you, man, put me down back in with my friends. And Maybe eat. it was the third one that got you in trouble there. Oh, yeah. Well, the fourth one. <laughs> Motherfucker! I'm not your food. See, that didn't sound sassy. <laughs> no. I think no, I think they got increasingly. <laughs> you got taken out of the meeting, well, yeah. physically, for being yeah. hostile. Well, the my final pitch for the sassy goldfish wrote a pretty upsetting manifesto. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda, did you have any pitches rejected today? Um... I thought that uh, Pop-Tarts should eat the humans. <gasps> oh! Yeah. Okay, but that's rejected. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to give a, corp- a powerful corporation like Kellogg's the idea that their their product can attack and eat humans. Yeah. <laughs> if you put that in their heads, they might go for it. Yeah, I pitched that the Keebler elves should be uh, Antifa. <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> they're fucking fascists. Yeah. 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 Do you have any pitches? No. I didn't no! have any pitches. You didn't have any pitches. Wait, Darren, no. you were telling me about one earlier. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. it you don't feel you, comfortable saying it on You, the you had a pitch about the SpaghettiOs. Okay, guy. I just... Oh. The SpaghettiOs guy? Yeah, like that little cartoon SpaghettiO on the on the label. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. The the guy that I know about. He's just a, he's just a SpaghettiO with arms and legs and a face. Yeah, no. I thought that he should be... He should fuck Chef Boyardee. Yeah. <laughs> no, he should... Um, we well, see he's the shape of an O, right? Mm-hmm. So, I thought... <laughs> and hear me out. Okay, we're hearing you out. We're Just, giving you all the time I don't want you to... Do. We'll go back to the beginning. No, I don't... Okay. So, SpaghettiOs guy, right? Yes. He's we're a circle, he's got page. arms, he's got some and eyes. you always said that you, you were afraid of... Sh- food that had shapes. It's important to know that about me. That's All a, food has shapes. <laughs> right. So you gotta imagine how difficult it is for a kid like me growing up. That's why you eat sticks and mud yeah, and shit. Yeah. Only alphabet soup. Yeah. Right. I'm a fan of like the more mush forms of food. The formless ones. Darren legit just eats, eats brown Peanut mush. Butter. Stuff. Yeah. Hey, just I don't make fun of your hobbies, guy. Eating is not my hobby. Uh, eating is my hobby. I consider myself a bit of a foodie. Right. So, so SpaghettiO is so, a I consider myself a bit of a foodie. I think in order to understand this pitch, like you've really got to gotta go back in time. Right? Yeah, so you're terrified of food that has a shape, like I'm a circle. I'm terrified of food that has shapes. Al- yeah. Alphabet soup? Uh-uh. Because oh. your parents died bad tic-tac-toe accident. Fruit Loops? <laughs> Fruit Loops? No Circle, way. No way. Don't do Fruit Loops. Like a big, like a big rectangle of lasagna. Uh-huh. Right. Pop Tarts. Don't like them. Pop Tarts. Too rectangles. symmetrical. Pizza. That's either a circle or, or a, a triangle. triangle. So get it yeah. out of here. Or a square. What about public chicken broth on the floor? You dropped it. <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't a have shape. a form, and then yeah. it makes a shape. So yeah, like broth fills becomes the shape of the container. Don't like it. It is. That's called the fourth grade science class. Yeah, I think that's what's <laughs> <laughs> what's osmosis. It is genius now. Osmo- no. What? What's osmosis? That's a osmosis. movie. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis is Wait, what's character. osmosis? That's when you, that's osmosis is when it like, sucks through liquid. something. Yeah. What are you, an engineer? <laughs> osmosis is like big puddle on the ground. Gets, now there's all of a sudden not water on the Oh, osmosis is absolving. You're right. What's yeah. it called when you just take a form? What's the science word for that? Resorb. <laughs> Conforming? To like a so, shape. gas liquid takes the shape of container it's in. Yes. 
Um, thoughts? Uh, gas is condensable, liquid is not. Yeah, I've always said that. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, I've always said that. Gas is scary to me. Andy, why are you rolling up it. your sleeve? Oh, you have a tattoo that says that? Yeah. Gas is condensable? Gas is scary to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other arm says yeah. gas is scary. I got mementoed in fourth grade, so I had to write down all of my... <laughs> I can tattoo myself and all the notes in science class. The mitochondria so, is the powerhouse yeah, of the Yeah, I got that there. I got uh, ribosomes eat the... Am I even close? <laughs> what does a ribosome no, keep do? Going. Ribosomes eat the bad stuff in your cells. I hope your teachers listen to this. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me You've too. got a bunch of very rudimentary sheet music. From yeah, fourth grade band class. Yeah, uh, that that one is the uh, the cat came back. <laughs> um, you got hot cross yeah, buns. I got on my, your yeah, hot cross buns. That's, uh, that's the story of you getting memento is really. That's yeah. a sad one. That's why you're upset today as well. Yeah, I, I remembered the time I got memento in fourth grade. That's weird that you remembered it. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, fundamentally the only part is that you forgot it. Yeah, well, so I forgot everything before fourth grade. Since then, oh. so yeah. So I lost everything and I've built it up since then. I remember I remember everything that's ever happened to me since fourth oh, grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, so in fourth grade, you are that. nine years old, yeah. and you are 30... I guess I got more Jason Bourne than <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? 32. So you have the, you have the brain of a 21-year-old. I have a brain of a 21-year-old, which is... Tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got more Jason Bourne than Memento. Um, I came back from nothing, but I still had to tattoo all this stuff on my arm because we were happy this, through the semester. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Darren's doing deep research. He's, he's deep cuts. Are you guys going to fill us in? Darren, yeah, go ahead. Explain what, you? what you're doing. Okay. Explain <laughs> As some of our listeners may know, I'm the one on the computer kind of fact-checking stuff. Yeah. And I found myself in a little bit of a rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I was just doing some research for my SpaghettiO thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out there's some controversy behind the SpaghettiOs. I see. Because uh, is, is the hole in the SpaghettiO guy his genitals? <laughs> That's why I said he should fuck Chef Boyardee. That was my point. Yeah. But well, we'll separate <laughs> should fuck him. It turns out on the <laughs> or her. Or her. Yeah. It turns out on the SpaghettiOs Wikipedia page, there's three sections. Okay. General over over whatever general encyclopedia. Yeah. History. Encyclopedia. And then controversy. Oh <laughs> yes. What's the, what? the controversy is limited to one item on oh, SpaghettiOs, which right. is. The title is, is... Is the hole in Mr. SpaghettiO his genitals? Right. Or I just think it makes more sense. It does make more sense. Apparently, no, it's just, the title is Pearl Harbor Tweet. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember this. So apparently SpaghettiOs tweeted a smiling SpaghettiO mascot <laughs> to commemorate Pearl Harbor or something. <laughs> Instead, take a moment to remember Pearl Harbor with us, and it was met by criticism because it was disrespectful. Which then took me somehow to Sierra featuring Ludacris. Oh, the you song. You should Google oh. Garfield 911 tweet because <laughs> that's a thing too. I like it when our um, when our mascots and our corporate um, tentpoles. Uh, weigh in on um, politics and that's why I said Tony the Tiger should have a big Blue Lives Matter tattoo. <laughs> sure should. He sure should. If, uh, I would love to know what Smacks the Frog thinks of uh, Antifa. What's your favorite like mascot or corporate failure? Anybody that you can think of? Wait, mas like a like a flood that a brand did, or just my favorite mascot? Yes. Oh, I um, I just love when. Um, when Popeyes and Wendy's and KFC talk like real people on Twitter and everybody thinks it's funny and they are like, no, my chicken sandwich is good. And then, and then Wendy's is like, uh-uh, your chicken sandwich sucks. Guess who has the best chicken sandwich? And then KFC's like, uh, hashtag I do because my chicken sandwich has more chicken in it. And then, You're admitting, you write, you write these, don't you? You work, you work. <laughs> 
Andy's rolling asleep back down to hide that he has his W9 showing that he works for Popeye's <laughs> it's tattooed on his forearm. Damn it, that's my, my social security numbers on there. What? Wendy is your sister? Oh. Yes. Miranda, what brand do you work for that you tweet for in secret? Um, absolutely. That's Top secret, I know, top but you secret. can tell. I mean, pop, you top can. Top secret, the popcorn. <laughs> pop, top secret. Pop. Oh really? Top secret. Pop secret. I'm an Orville Redenbacher. <gasps> Are you really? Yeah, that's oh me. Oh my god. He wow. worked with the Nazis. He did. I'm proud of it. Don't look that up because it's true. You don't even need to look it up. Orville Redenbacher spent the last thirty years <laughs> of his life in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Living with defected Nazi uh, uh, generals. That's true. Don't look it up. <laughs> Darren, don't look it up. I'm not. Darren, I'm not look looking it up. it up. I'm not looking it up. So, uh, <laughs> I just, you know, not related to anything. I just think it would be uh, an interesting thing for us all to say. What's our favorite menu item at Wendy's? Just maybe for a second, just talk about what's your... What's On the count of three, we'll all say it. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Water! Frosty. Water! I'm a good... Uh, I'm a fan of, like, a Frosty with French oh, fries. Oh, yeah. Frosty with French fries. Have you ever put the French fries in the Frosty? Yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah. Have you ever put chicken nuggets in a Frosty? Have you ever put the chicken nuggets Try in the Frosty? Try it. It's weird, but good. What if spicy doing... chicken nuggets? Oh, my God. I'm all for it, always. Spicy chicken nuggets now back for a limited time. Is it? Um, yeah, they're good. Don't Google that. Don't check that. It's probably true. Um, Andy, why are you kissing a picture of Dave Thomas right uh, now? <laughs> and saying, I love you and I work for you. Everyone, 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 everyone knows you work for Wendy's. <laughs> okay, so I'm not talking about Wendy's or anything in particular. I might have, yes, been adopted by the Thomas family, uh, to, been taken in, and uh, have now been sworn to defend them and honor them and, and publicly promote them on every possible. Well, because when your biological dad, Rick Moran, stopped working, he <laughs> ran out of money and he had yeah. not enough money to feed you and your sister, and he, and he kept your sister, your sister but sister not Wendy. you. Yeah, my sister, yeah. Maybe, maybe I was disowned. Wendy is Rick daughter. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was disowned, and maybe Dave Thomas took me in, and maybe I feel honored. Dave Thomas, him. also a Second City guy. Is that true? I think, well, not Dave Thomas from Wendy's, but Dave from Second City is Dave Thomas as well, right? They have the same name? Dave Thomas, the Wendy's spokesperson was a groundings character. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah! um, If Dave Thomas is the guy from Second City, which I think he is, that's that's cartoons, baby. Yeah, but basically, listeners, you all need to say what your favorite Wendy's menu item is so that Andy can get back in the good graces Um, of his family. Mr. Thomas, please. uh, um, Okay, fine, I admit it. I'm working... (laughs) Dave Thomas is the guy from Second City. Ah. I'm not getting paid by Wendy's. Who's paying you? Nobody's paying me. But if Where's I, the money? If I don't from? promote Wendy's on every platform that I can, they will let me back in the house. <laughs> you heard it here first, listeners. Uh, get your favorite Wendy's item and mail it to Aunt Hall. Please, Andy's uh, been and sleeping we'll outside of Wendy's every day. day. <laughs> they have a hot tub in the basement full of chili. Please, I have to get back in there. <laughs> Why do you have to get back in there? <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> I have to get back in there. By I, no measure does it sound good to bathe in chili. They have a hot tub full of chili and a hot tub full of frosty next to each other. You oh go hot cold, hot cold, hot cold. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. I know, please. Let me get back what, when, I, when I've had a long day at work <laughs> and I go to Wendy's and get one frosty and one cup of chili and just eat them both back and forth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't go back and forth. I tip both of them up side by side and then squish it around in my mouth. <laughs> There's nothing uh, better in this life than, beef than my salty beef mixing with a cold sweet <laughs> treat. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I put ice cream so, on my face. Yeah, like I said, I'm a bit of a foodie. Um, so I like to mix textures and styles. So 
what I'll do is I'll get a nice piping hot cup of chili and a nice <laughs> piping hot cup of frosty. <laughs> and I'll just yum, mix yum. them in my mouth together, swish them all up, make a meat shake. Season one episode. I like 10, that because there's no shapes. <laughs> <laughs> See? So, Darren, you know, like I said, I'm a bit of a foodie. So, if you ever have, you know, any thoughts or questions about shapeless food, that if you're, such a, you if you're such oh, a yeah, foodie, Karen, you can eat that because it I doesn't can. have a shape. No shape. Right. No shape. Ooh. It's good. But don't spill it because then it gets a shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you didn't talk about the thing you pitched to Wendy's that got rejected that got you ousted to begin with. Yeah. You know the sexy green M&M? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to make a sexy green Baconator. <laughs> 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 for, uh, for Dr. Seuss Day. That's why I got kicked out of that. Green eggs yeah. and ham. <laughs> green, green, green eggs and, and green bacon. Green eggs and green bacon. Like a bright green baconator with sexy lady legs. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's how I got kicked out of the Thomas house to begin with. Because you were too horny for the burgers. I was too Well, I, yeah. They... They said, Andy, we love your commitment to Wendy's, but you're just too horny for the burgers. Damn. You keep slopping around in the chili pond and yeah. begging to get We're really upset. You know, we said that the, the chili and frosty tubs were, uh, you know, anything goes, and whatever happens to the chili stuff stays in the chili tub, but you've really taken that uh, to an extreme that we never thought imaginable or enjoyable for anybody. Um, um, Andy, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm reading a newspaper right here. Uh, yeah. And it says it does not say that there was a chili. It says grown man, uh grown memento man with a bunch of weird tattoos breaks into a Wendy's with a kiddie pool, fills it up with chili, slops around, is arrested because he's screaming, "Please put sexy humi lady parts on a big burger." That's a, that's a big head. Oh wow, that is. Yeah. It's crazy they fit that it, headline on there. It takes up actually the whole front of the wow. newspaper. Yeah. I know this. Okay. This came out the day Princess Di died, and they gave that second page for it. It was headline news. Uh, when you get Jason Bourne like I did, and you lose everything. It's very easy to manipulate somebody. Okay, I met a man who told me he was Dave Thomas, and I went along with it, and I thought I might have been an heir to the Wendy's fortune, uh, and it turns out that I just uh, ruined a Holiday Inn's hot tub. <laughs> uh, it does suck that the new Jason Bourne movie is called Jason Bourne's Horny for Burgers now. <laughs> um, you, they, uh, uh, that was part of the negotiations with Tim Cooked Apples for the show, is that They'll use my story for the next Jason Bourne movie. So uh, that's another great thing that's come out of uh, us inventing podcasts. Speaking of being horny, <laughs> Simpsons season well, one episode. Ten. Oh wait, guess what? No, no, it's it's about the episode actually. Oh. Uh, this episode aired uh, March nineteen ninety, which means I'm alive. Whoa! Yeah, I was alive. Uh, so this now is, two of us were alive. This is the first one that you were alive for. Uh, technically, I was alive. I was what four days old for the last um, one. Wait, no, I was five days old for the last one. So now I am thirteen days old. Wow! So yeah. uh, so the previous one, um, life in the, the life the on the fast line. Yeah. Life so I was born line. in time for the horny episodes. All right. So legs. Uh, <laughs> we got to remember. Start date so we can figure out what the yeah. first one was. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a kind of, uh, well, that would be a cool thing to introduce. Like, what, you know, like, what were you yeah, doing yeah. on March 25th, 1990 when this aired? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I do. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is this where you at, Dave? <laughs> what? Yeah, no. Andy, finally no, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Let us in. This was, this was before, I. this was when I was four, so this was before mm-hmm. I got Jason born. Okay. Oh, yeah. But you were born... So you'd already know. been born. I was, but born. you were not Jason born. <laughs> I was born, but I was not Jason born. Postborn, yet. preborn. So this is, uh, it's a little hazy for me because I lost all this information. So, from what I've been able to piece together, on March twenty third, nineteen ninety. Twenty fifth. What? March twenty fifth. Oh, that changes everything! <laughs> oh my God! Then I was already back from the the uh, mission to defeat the Russians. Okay. Good. Wow. Yeah. You are positing that you were a Jason um, Bourne so figure insofar as you were a secret agent well, so at three years old. There's already a movie Four. based on me. Um, uh, Jason Bourne, Horny for Burgers is going to be the <laughs> second movie based on my life. 
The first one is a, a picture. I think it was up for Best Oscar. The year it came out. It Best Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it was up, yeah. up for, I'm pretty sure it was up for Best Oscar the year it came out. It's called... Philadelphia Story? It's called Super Babies. <laughs> Super geniuses, <laughs> baby um, geniuses. Baby ge- <laughs> no, mine's called super babies. Oh, they super, took the idea. Baby geniuses is something totally <laughs> different. Mine's called super babies, but they're just a bunch of like ripped toddlers, and the, uh, the, really muscular, strong toddlers who could beat the shit out of Russia. The leading one is named Oscar, which is why yeah. it's going to win. Best Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who won best big Oscar that year? You said he won best little Oscar. The grouch. Yeah, he's a big Oscar. Yeah, he was a big. Oscar. He's the biggest Oscar. I would, yeah. Right now, biggest Oscar is probably uh, Oscar Isaacs. Oh, yeah. Got Star Wars, got Inside Lemon Davis. Uh, no, that's did, Edgar Allan. Did he get all the way? <laughs> did Oscar Isaac get all the way inside Lemon Davis? <laughs> did he get all the way up in there? Oh, did you. Okay, I can see. You're confused. You were watching the porn parody Inside Lou Allen Davis. <laughs> yeah. Right. I watched Inside Lou and Inside Davis. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did not see that one. As I've got a really as as strict I, firewall on I my computer. I was really excited to watch a man uh, get his entire body inside of another man, and it, that's not what it was. <laughs> I can't think of Jason Bourne again. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a dream of mine for a long time to watch a one man get all the way in, like all the way inside of another one. Like uh, the first movie that I can remember seeing after I got Jason Bourne was East Ventura when he got all the way inside that rhinoceros. And I've always wondered what it would look like if a man did that to another man. I can guess really easily what it would look like. <laughs> so when Inside the Will of Davis came out, I was really excited. But that's not that's not what that movie is about. Did you say Lou Allen or Lou Allen? Oh my god. Who both Is Lou Allen an Arthur an Arthur character? Mm. Could be wrong. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Miranda, what year were you born? Uh, <laughs> 1996. Okay, so you're okay. not going to be born for a couple years yet. Yeah. There's Simpsons. Yeah. We'll, we'll have you back on for your birthday episode. That would be great. Uh, it will be in conservatively 10 years. That is not true. It will be in... What? Three and a half. Is that it? Three? No, less less than that. It'll that, be like be two like and three quarters. 96 will be like season nine. <coughs> But, I mean, well, if it's 1990 right now, we got yeah. six more years. Okay. We're doing okay. about 52 a year. Okay. I think okay. I'm going to so not watch any other Simpsons uh, between now and then. And Have you ever watched The Simpsons? Uh, no, I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Not allowed. So I'm a huge fan, and I've seen a lot of it since, but I also was not allowed to. Yeah. So I, I'd be, I, want to, <coughs> I want to meet somebody your age that is a Simpsons fan, because um, by the time that you were grown, like, cognizant enough to appreciate it it was already on that way out yeah. like it was already on the way down so but like i don't know what i think i think that we're right in the hip pocket of people appreciating the simpsons and the the closer you get to people being born in 96 and beyond the less <laughs> anybody is actually invested in this uh brilliant you know, show 96 is the cutoff for like uh, the de- definition of a millennial so maybe mm. the simpsons is a so definitively millennial Z? thing yeah oh yeah it's for sure i think it's more of a, a gen x thing actually i think it rides the line it rides that line yeah yeah mm. um it's all yeah what's yeah. your favorite line mine's walk the <laughs> mine's toe yeah. <laughs> um Mine's Big Little. Big Little Lions. <laughs> Mine's King. Lion King. Lion King. Close second for me is Up. Um, up. Yeah. Mine's uh, Liner Liner. That movie. <laughs> 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 Where he can't tell any more lines. Yeah, <laughs> he, he can't tell lines anymore. He's a big time lawyer and he's always lining. Yeah. And his son yeah. wishes yeah. he can't tell any more lines. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're doing it. 
So yeah, maybe yeah. I will. I bet Gen Z people for the vast majority are like off board. I don't know all the like weird like bootleg Simpsons Instagram shit I follow. It's oh, all yeah. run by like Gen Z people. Yeah, I guess that's true. But is it ironic or is it like yeah, sincere? That's the, that's the question. Uh, sincere love of the Simpsons. A lot of the response to it. I mean, it's like I, I think the Simpsons has had such a big. Yeah. Uh, influence on like internet culture to do to yeah. do the level of reference that like Simpsons Meme Factory is doing you have to love the Simpsons yes. Yes. so they're doing deep cut uh, references to jokes that happened in like one episode from years ago so yeah. they have to they have to love the Simpsons to do that shit but you don't what did you watch as a kid oh uh, I watched like a lot of PBS kids. Oh, you were one of those kids. Yeah, I was. I had a very. I'm the first child, so mm-hmm. I had the most rules. Oh yeah, I did too. I was so like Sesame best. Street. Yeah, and like Arthur. That Arthur. was like my jam. <laughs> Arthur was your jam. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first off, Arthur fucking slaps. Uh, second of all, big news announced today, R.L. Stein is doing a voice on this week's episode of Arthur. Wait, really? Arthur's still happening? Yes! What? Yeah. You know this? I knew I this. I have not this. seen any. I'm more to look really more. went downhill after season 16. All right. <laughs> uh, shout out to Sherry Maggot, my uh, uh, first teacher at NYU, uh, adjunct department of TV. She wrote an episode of Arthur last year. It was oh. really good. Sherry did a great job on that episode. Good job, Sherry. Please. Uh, but yeah, fucking sucked it. <laughs> season 16. Uh, uh, please pass uh, along this episode to everybody that you know so we can gain some listenership. Thank you to Sherry for being My such man, R.L. Stein, good <coughs> fucking Arthur. That's such a, a weird mashup the, of things I fucking love. Goosebumps and Arthur. <laughs> what was the kids show with the Blam puppet? Blam Chop. Blam Chop. Uh, did you know that um, that that lady passed and like uh, the lady that did Blam Chop What was her name? Passed, was Sherry. Sherry passed and like um, Gallagher her, her act moved on to somebody else in her family. Mm. Like, somebody got the rights to Lamb Chop in the will, and she does, like, a raunchy Lamb oh. Chop show. Like, an adult Lamb Chop show. Dude, I can't wait till you die and I get the rights to, like, improv guy who wears a diaper and shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, uh, I have been working on my will recently. Um, oh, wow. because Well, I... Um, um, I get Jason Bourne about every oh, yeah. nine years, so I figure at some point I'm gonna probably. And when you say you get Jason Bourne, this is just you falling in the shower, correct? Um, well, I I uh, I wake up um, with um, really uh, like big skills that I can't explain why I can do backflips and karate chops and stuff because uh, I have no memory of what happened to me before it, um, and I can like talk Russian. <laughs> But like, I'm but like, can you speak it? I can't speak it. I can hear it. And I can write it. And but when I when I talk it, they're like, what do you what do you say? I can understand them, but they can't understand me. <laughs> but I can like kick things that are high up, and I can like climb walls really fast. Uh, I can sometimes like walk upside down. What's the most recent uh, skill that you've discovered you have? Kickflip. <laughs> you have a skateboard? How long between like the time... a skateboard or like you kick and flip? No, I kick and flip. Okay. Okay. Can you also right. kick flip? Uh, that was what... That, I discovered that one a long time ago. Okay, cool. Okay, that in, invalidates in, my question. Uh, I had a... I did Easter egg character in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That was me. That little kid. <laughs> Tiny fun. Jason Bourne. Tiny kid, big jeans. His name was Jason Bourne. That was me. <laughs> So, Homer's <laughs> Night Out. Oh boy, this episode, man. Okay, yeah, so we don't have to talk about this. <laughs> this this uh, is a, a Simpsons Odyssey. This I am glad. This sucks that this is Miranda's like yeah. early exposure to it because yeah. this is. But it's also this like, show is uh, more hands down. I, I have not seen The Simpsons before this. I have now seen ten episodes. Hands down, one, this yeah. is the worst one. Really? This is the worst hands one. down across the board. Uh, for the for the most part. Uh, um, Simpsons is very progressive and like they have very interesting things to say about 
family dynamics through the nineties. Uh, it, like there are there are sociology classes at like Ivy oh, League yeah. schools about family dynamics in America through the lens of The Simpsons. This was yeah. one of I think very few epi- like I, uh, episodes at least in the first twelve years that is yeah. tone deaf. Like I, totally. I really like. Okay, so rough uh, synopsis again. I'm on the 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 uh, the Simpsons fandom wiki over here, pulling some resources from that. But so Bart gets a spy camera. Homer goes to a stag party. Bart takes a picture of uh, Homer dancing with a burlesque dancer at this like party. Uh, you know, pre-internet goes viral. Everybody's scanning it, faxing it around. Marge orders him out of the house. And then Homer ends up taking Bart to a burlesque show to try to explain how he shouldn't take advantage of women and women are not objects. Yeah. Uh, totally toned off, in my opinion. Yeah. I really feel like if they were trying to get this message, Homer is not the person to yeah. have it come yeah. from. Well, they're, like, uh, let, we had a brief conversation before we recorded. This, this episode is redone later in the uh, series where Bart gets a job um, man, manning the door at a um, uh, burlesque house uh, uh, <coughs> called the Maison Derriere, and that episode fucking rules. Yeah. This one is totally different, because... Like, the other, the, the, that episode ends with a big song about how the burlesque house is like a cultural hub yeah. and a place where people gather and, mm-hmm. like, super respectful to everyone involved. Yeah. And this takes like this sounds like um, like Republican politicians yeah. when they talk. They're like, uh, "What if it was your daughter?" Yeah, right? what's like yeah. They can all, yeah. Homer can only relate to women. He's got a big. He's got a Homer's got a big tear jerking speech at the end of the episode that makes everybody like well up and like remember how much they love their wives. And it's uh, he says, um, uh, I would much rather feel the warm breath of my wife on the back of my neck while I'm sleeping than stuff some dollars into a G-string. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Like, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and he breaks up. About, like, uh, think about, like, these women are your daughters and wives. And it's oh. like, because women are only people in yeah. relation to men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, so yes, gross. like. He interrupts that song too, which I, is not great. Oh, uh, this is a the second. Bells. No, this is is this is the first worst song we've heard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fun fact: that guy Gulliver Dark. Uh, <laughs> Who's the Gulliver Dark? The Gulliver Dark guy. was the singer who um, uh, was played by one of the cast members. Uh, one of the cast members of the Tracy Ullman show. Cool. Uh, also, Chandler's boss on Friends. Also, there you go. He's the guest for fun today. Fact, um, uh, um, the song during the production number "I Could Love a Million Girls" is the same song that was performed on June twenty fifth, nineteen oh six, when Harry Thaw shot and killed Stanford Wright White. The rooftop restaurant of the old Madison Square Garden. If you get Jason Bourne every nine years, you would only remember the last nine years. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm at right so, now. So, okay. okay, but Just I did checking. some quick math, and that goes like 4, 13, <laughs> 22, uh-huh. uh, 31. Yeah. So, so I, you I, were I, Jason Bourne. A year you only ago. remember this year. Yes. We <laughs> got Jason Bourne. Uh, um, don't, well, Darren, don't you remember having to sit me down and Describing Anna to me. Yeah, it was probably not. She, you're, it was. Uh, it was a little bit before the wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really. It was a tough time. I didn't know if they were gonna get through it, but it turns out it was out, about eight months before the wedding. Yeah, a little yeah. bit before. Yeah. A little eight months before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it all worked out. You know, we sat down. We this is your fiance. He kept getting it wrong, and I'd just slap him on the wrist with a ruler. Yeah. And then eventually we learned. You uh, think you would get something like that sure. tattooed? Uh, well, I have, you have now. Before, <laughs> the yeah. See, it just says Anna, my wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. That one. That one. That was for Borat. That I got. Yeah. I, that one I got <laughs> on my own. This one says Anna is my wife. 
Uh, but it's like in italics because I'll say it like, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because yes. you do not like the movie Borat, so you got a tattoo to remind yourself that you don't yeah. like the movie. Uh, uh, I've only recently, since this Jason Borning, have, have come to not like it. Previously, uh, big. This, I was, Darren explained this tattoo to me that I used to be the number one Borat fan. Well, it's cool. That one's in bold, so it says, my wife. Yeah. And then the other ones in italics. Oh, oh wait, that's my ne- Liam Neeson tattoo. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my Borat, my life tattoo. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we got through it. Um, uh, it was it was a little it was a little scary for Anna to um, yeah for her to go through the fact that you know her fiance didn't remember her her or anything. Yeah, or, and she was a little weirded out by all the kick flipping <laughs> too. To which, watch to to. Then yeah. see me discover all of these fantastic physical um, right. things that I can perform. Um, she probably already knew you could perform, but you were rediscovering. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Miranda and I did a duo prop set at Bar Prop oh, that circled yeah. around us erasing each other's memory constantly. <laughs> oh, right. And you learn real quick how complicated it is to maintain oh, that logic. But you don't have any trouble because this is no, your, this, this is, actually has to be. This is my real life. Yeah, this is an improv. Yeah. This really happens. This is my real life. And, and um, that's just part about uh, being uh, an international man of mystery. Wait. You mean like how Jason Bourne is? Jason Bourne, international man of mystery. Yeah, yeah. Jason Bourne, international man of mystery. And Jason Bourne 2, the um, spy who shagged me. Shag me. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bourne 3, gold <laughs> member. Jason, Jason Bourne 4, Hamburger with sexy legs. Hamburger <laughs> 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 with sexy legs. Yeah. Can't wait that for Seth Green bad. to be in that. <laughs> Seth Green's playing the sexy hamburger in that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, that just came out on Deadline Hollywood today, so I'm glad you saw that. News. Yeah, I check Deadline every day. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, this um, this episode <laughs> we did get. So I'm glad several times in the recording of these episodes so far, I've sat down and been like, guys, this was a Stone Cold classic. And I was about to say that before we started this, because I remember this episode from being a kid. How do you... What? What? How? Oh, uh, I remember... Well, I've been... Oh, I remember this episode from watching it a year ago. <laughs> and thinking, like, wow, this is like a, like a seminal episode in Simpsons lore. And it is not no. that. We do get um, our first appearance of Carl Carlson. Yeah. Who doesn't sound like Carl? No, his voice is all. wrong. His voice is different. You'll meet the real Carl soon enough. I do like uh, when uh, Bart um, like develops the film, and the kids are like oh. like studying it as a photo, like journalist yeah. perspective, and they're like, "Ooh, it's extremely Ooh, sensual." <laughs> I had a spy camera when I was a kid. It was like. A glasses camera, and it was a giant 35 millimeter camera on a pair of sunglasses <laughs> that came in like it was like a $20 thing from Meyer. And I only used it once. It came with a roll of film, and my parents spent $7 to have the film developed at a time when my family had no money. And I took a bunch of dumb pictures, oh, yeah. and they were like, No, that's exactly what those were like, yep. those disposable cameras, and just be like, Yep, picture like I took pictures of the toilet. My parents were like, What the fuck? I was like, Seven. So, I remember this my childhood. Is, this is a sad thing to uh, bring up right now, but it, there's a point to it. I promise. Is my grandma passed away this summer? Uh, my grandma passed End away. End of story. <laughs> my grandma passed away this summer, and we like went through all of her stuff, uh, just like boxes and boxes of developed um, film, like just ca- like pictures of family events and stuff. And there are conservatively two pictures worth keeping on every roll of film. Really? You know? Well, it's just like... Well, yeah. You know, like, yeah. We, we don't even have to worry about it right now because it's just on here and, like, right. you can take them and delete them and it doesn't matter. But, like, you... Yeah, if you have 30 pictures to take on a roll and you get it developed, it's just, like, blurry or there's fingers in the shot and this one is just of the couch for no reason and you just have those forever. <laughs> like, like, those are with you. Those are with your pictures forever and there's like two good ones 
And yeah, we just went through. A I lot. would not mind having just a picture of like the couch from my old house. Yeah, yeah. Well, you do. I promise you because he like, there are probably like forty yeah. boxes of photos of yeah. my parents' basement. Or like, there's like one awesome picture of Grandpa, and then like the next one is just him, clearly taken thirty seconds later, and it's just yeah. his back to the camera. Yeah. Like, okay, that that we have that one too. Yeah. <laughs> what about Barney's apartment? Oh, that was the funniest part of the that whole was, episode. That was the only was part Barney. that, you know, yeah. I wouldn't say it redeems the episode no. at all, no. but uh, that was a funny bit. I'm not going to let a buddy stay at a dingy motel, and then he opens the door, and yeah. it's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Like, uh, if you get hungry in the middle of the night, there's half a beer in the fridge. <laughs> half a beer in the fridge. <laughs> An open beer. An open beer in the fridge. There um, you go. Homer forlornly looks out the window and sees that his porch light is gone <laughs> from across the the, yeah. across town there's a siren going uh, off in the background uh, Barney goes oh man that's rough buddy that your porch light's on so he angrily calls Marge that was like hey Marge uh, your porch light's on that's funny that was great Miranda did you have some standout moments or stuff you laughed at between um, all the chaos I like like at the beginning there was like those two bits where yeah. it was like Homer's like I'm a blimp. And then oh, yeah. we have a six-month time skip, and he's like, I'm a whale. But yeah, the, the episode did start really good. That was good. cool. Yeah. The family stuff. The family stuff was great. That we had a six-month time jump to get so Bart could get yeah. his camera. I like that moment too when Bart's like looking through all these like uh, clippings, and he's like, uh, dumb, not real, stupid, See, and then he comes across that. this like two-dollar spy camera. Yeah. Like, That's the one. Um, in the six-month time jump. Um, uh, we, they had a work party at Homer's work, and uh, his oh. his um, administrative assistant made an ass out of himself at the work party, uh, um, hitting on uh, a new woman in the office. Six months later, uh, that person is getting married to that woman, <laughs> and he's now Homer's supervisor. Yeah. That's great. Uh, um, I like the uh, reminiscent of the, the, the church Sunday school bit. Where for the last time, Bart. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, there was a um, there was a bit where Bart opens the door for the the male lady. Where's my camera? You, where's my spy camera for the <laughs> for six months? You've yeah. asked me every day. Where's my spy they're camera? They're both just uh, like screaming. It's like an improv other. scene. They're like, "Where's my spy camera? Where's 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 my spy camera? I really. Thought, the whole, yeah, the whole I really the 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 setup for the episode was great. I really thought, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is gonna be a good episode, yeah. and then it just fucking plunged. Yeah, it really did. It really was I like not the good. Line where Marge just, is like kicking out reason. Homer, and she's like, "My suggestion is to sleep in the filth yeah. you created." Oh yeah! Oh my god, that was so. Dark. I don't like that we didn't get any. Uh, oh, you know what? Though? What what is interesting what? is sequentially last week. Uh, Marge, Marge tried to cheat on Homer. He really cheated on Homer and yeah. ruined their relationship. But we had she the time jump, too. Yeah. Oh, same. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, Miranda, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> Miranda, tell us about the French bowler you're talking about. Hey, Miranda, tell us about the time you... Oh, well, um, I would, but I don't know if we have time to get into Oh, we very clearly do. <laughs> well, what was... Is her, her name? name? What was her name? Um... Uh, uh, Cassandra. Cassandra. Yes. Uh, I... Professional bowler or amateur? Oh, yeah, professional. That's why our relationship would never oh, work. Wow. Oh, uh, I just, I can't, um, do the traveling and the long hours that professional bowling, uh, requires. Because you get motion sickness and she only travels by boat down the Mississippi River. It's true. Uh, A so lot of professional bowlers, bowlers have to go down <laughs> south. Yeah. Yeah, that, they'll travel on the bowler barge. Very yes. few, uh, very few people know this, but uh, every uh, PBA event mm-hmm. takes place <laughs> along the Mississippi River, it's, uh, yeah. and the bowlers just go back and forth, up and down. It. Something about the steam. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda, do you have anything? Yeah, you're right. Something about it. <laughs> if, if Cassandra's listening, do you have anything you oh. want to say to her? Um, just that you know. Um, 
This episode really, like, it's... <laughs> I don't even really want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it started out with even the fucking chalkboard gag, if I will not ta- so I will after... not call my teacher hotcakes. It's, yeah. It's just set the tone. That's true. Why did we not get... You know what? Why did we not get any Marge or any Lisa in an episode about the value that of women? Is. That is my question. So there was... There, uh, there has also... There's already been a very female-positive... Right. Strong message. So it's not like episode. they're. It's not like they don't get it. I mean, that was yeah, a good that, fucking that episode. Um, uh, uh, Who Lisa, wrote this? Uh, uh, there's already been an episode where they had a very positive message, a very progressive message to tell about. Ben and, Shapiro and that, wrote this episode. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh yet. no! This is. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jacob Wool. <laughs> yeah, Jacob Wool. <laughs> this is uh, one one writer, John Beatty. Yeah, they they yeah you can't they can't really take credit for one because they rewrite it. But so uh, a couple of weeks ago we watched Mona and Lisa and in that one, um, uh, very that? similar toes the like talks about these similar issues. Uh, in that one, Marge overcomes uh, some like negative lessons that she learned from her mother about um, womanhood and turns it on its head and supports Lisa in choices. You know, like, uh, it's like, Lisa, if you need to frown, frown. If you need to be mad, be mad. You don't have to smile all the time, that kind of stuff. That was a really powerful episode. It was. So what the fuck happened four (laughs) weeks later? (laughs) Well, this episode, I feel like, views itself as we're teaching this lesson of you need to, you know, you need to care about your wife and whatever. But really what it's doing is, like, pitting women against women to teach the men a lesson. Yeah. 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 The setting, uh, yeah. The song is great when the man does sing "I Can Love a Chinese Girl," an oh, Eskimo, no. or a Finn. A Finn. And then uh, the girls are just like absolute characters. Culturally appropriated outfits. Uh, yeah, it's rough. We don't uh, yeah. use some of the. I do words like when Bart more. does porn. Uh, he's taking a shot of his asshole. Yeah, he's, he's, that was funny. He's take. He's figuring out how to use his spy camera, and he just full on takes a little photo of his little bottle. I like when I see pictures like that in my Instagram close friend stories <laughs> of people. Could you... So Shout out to Jared. Lisa, yeah, right? Lisa walks in to catch Bart doing this and he, his ass is facing the door. And he's spread. And he's he's spread at Kimbo. I've never seen my siblings' buttholes. Wendy? I've never seen Wendy's butthole. I've never seen Andy, Andy, why are you covering? Why are you? Why are you rolling your pant leg down? Because I don't have any tattoos of anybody. Okay. Chili hot. Yes. Have you seen Wendy's chili hole? (laughs) How'd you know that? Because it says it on the chili container every time you get it from Wendy's. Straight through your chili hole. (laughs) No, this is straight from Wendy's chili hole. Oh my god, did you find out Wendy's terrible secret? That she pre-digests all the chili? Yes! You oh feed no. her all the ingredients. We're ruined! We're ruined! Oh god. <laughs> I hate this. Um, please. I worked at Wendy's for a little while. Did you really? It's a fine family company. What city? Uh, Washington Township. What's the, what's the worst experience of working at Wendy's? I only worked there for six days. I applied for a bunch of jobs at the same time. And Wendy's hit me up first. And while I was working there, I was like 18. I got disgusting. Drunk. No, it was actually pretty clean. I got drunk for the first time, like the night before a shift. I'd never drank before. And I showed up so hungover and I was like, I can't be here. I'm fucking miserable. And they're like, you gotta work. And I was like standing flipping burgers and I was so nauseous that I opened the drive-thru window and threw up out it. Oh and I was God. like, can I go home? And they were like, no. That's what? Great. So I, I stopped coming after that. Wow. That's Maybe. my own fault. I was hungover at my brand new job. But fuck Wendy's. Now, I, you're, now you're a pro and you can handle it. I know. Yeah. What about you? Do you ever work in, do you, do you ever work in a, a, a service industry for food? Uh, well, I mean, after I was adult bomb. adopted by the oh, yeah. I, I know nothing but the fast food industry. Oh, yeah. We forgot the part uh, we talked about for now. I have nothing but good things to say. Randy, you ever work in any food stuff? Uh, the closest I got was I did, um, like, catering Ooh. for a little bit. I would, like, uh, uh, bring, 
meals to like hospitals so that like the doctors I guess have food catered every day. <laughs> um, and I would like set up a little uh, little meal. That's why we need Medicaid for all. <laughs> I uh, I worked at a doctors kidding catered meals every day. I worked at a place. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to give away where, but I will tell you one thing. It was international. There may or may not have been a house. You were good, Daddy. And there were some pancakes there. I know where this uh, is. lost me. But anyway, I remember like... And they had a Grand Slam. Yeah, exactly. And it was, I was Denny's. I, had, yeah, you know, no. I know what this is. I like was... Uh, right, it's that one. <laughs> Don't talk... Okay. I was a dishwasher. You know I, Big Boy's really important to me. <laughs> I was a dishwasher. I think I was like 16 or 17 or something like that. And I witnessed uh, a food runner, because there's just like a perpetual plate of bacon on the warmers at that place. Yeah. Uh, One, it's a 24-hour place, so if it gets down to the bottom bacon, you're probably eating like fucking three-day-old bacon. Uh, But second, one time I witnessed like the food runner knock the entire plate of bacon on the floor in the kitchen, pick it up, up, put it back on the plate, and put it back there. And I was like, I have never eaten at a fucking restaurant again. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Denny's is gross. Big boy has... Big boy's perfect. Keep his name out of your mouth. Uh, so that's fine. I have uh, big boy's my son, and I'm not going to go into it because that's a long story. But I have strong feelings about that. Wow. Well, <laughs> anybody have anything wrong with dirty bacon? I don't. I mean, it's bacon. And uh, plus, like, no. so shout out to next October for Live Out Fest at Planet Ants. But uh, for Live Out Fest this year. Uh, my roommate Marina, who was helping run the festival, was cooking for brunch. Dan Marina, <laughs> coach of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Dan Marina, uh, who I live with and is my roommate, um, was making brunch for uh, the brunch at Live Out, and her and my best friend Mike, Dan Marina's boyfriend. Made 15 pounds of bacon in my house, and we cannot get the smell out. Every room in my house smells like bacon still. You know, like I said, I'm a bit of a foodie. Uh, I just think bacon makes everything better. You know, um, I I don't know if you guys have gotten on the bacon Wait, Dan Marino was the quarterback. Uh, Dan Marino was... The graphic designer for Planet Oh, yeah. Dan Marino's the graphic designer. Dan Marino was the quarterback or the coach? Came out. Coach. No, quarterback. Quarterback. I he said played. coach, and I just want to go back and correct myself so I don't embarrass myself like the CIA, FBI, Dan Jan Kerr, Marina, a weeks ago. graphic designer, Dan Marino, former quarterback of the Pittsburgh, Pan- <laughs> of Pittsburgh Panthers, then, after college, the Miami Dolphins. What's your favorite kind Where of you Panther? Cameo in yeah. I know, yeah, I in a very that. transphobic I know. That movie. Does not age. No, that's why I want to just make everybody known that the Ace Ventura that had such an impact on me was number two when Nature Calls when he gets all the way inside that rhinoceros. Yeah, you know, the good stuff. The good stuff. When he eats bad What food. would it look like if a guy went all the way inside another guy? Have you ever played Mortal Kombat? Where would he have go? you ever played Mortal Kombat eleven? The new one? Yes. There's How a new? fatality, I forget whose it is. How new? Super new. New enough that you would not be Jason Bourne out of it. Okay. Oh, you know what we got to talk about? There's a fatality where the one guy goes into the other guy and then he just expands and explodes. Is this for real? Yeah. Look uh, it up. Show uh, show me it. <laughs> okay, fine. Keep, do your thing. I'll find it. All right. Does he go all the way in? Yeah. A few weeks ago, we were trying to make up Darren, make Darren look up um, Dudley Do Right Steve, oh, yeah. Steve Austin porn, and uh, Heather, uh, past and future guest, uh, made it. So we will post that on the feed. <laughs> yeah, we'll check. You can check that out, folks. Um, for those of you uh, asking, my hand-drawn erotica is not ready for public consumption yet. Uh, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, uh, so uh, eventually we'll let you guys see that, but. Thanks to Heather, we do have my imagining of Dudley Do-Right and Stone Cold Steve Austin erotica ready for you. You will see. You yeah. lost the erotica you were working on. Do you want to tell them how? Yeah. I fell into a waterfall. And? Because you thought you could swim up. You thought it was going to be a, a memento thing. <laughs> you remember. <laughs> he woke up from Big Jason Board being able to swim up waterfalls. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <Zelda>. <laughs> so, 
well, I was on one side of the river, and there was a big bear on the other side, and I saw him catching salmon with his mouth, and I thought that looked really fun to do, but my, um, my Miss Pac-Man and Ronald Reagan erotica was in my, was in my pocket, and it got all mushy. Do you guys have a favorite joke this episode? <laughs> well, um, I, I promise to get back to it, but there's a, a just a, Like he called his, his wife. Why do you call his wife mommy? That's because he had fucking Alzheimer's. <laughs> he but didn't fucking know. Little teaser: Ronald Reagan's calling Miss Pac-Man. Not to be insensitive to folks with Alzheimer's. That's um, bad, but... we have a huge Alzheimer's listenership on this episode, on this show. Don't uh, double down on it. No, we have a big. We have, there's a big follow at Alzheimer's following. Because um, they can. Only no. Make <laughs> Again, I want to apologize. If you get Shane Gillis over this, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Are you mixing up Alzheimer's and Memento? Yes. Goldfish? Yes. Uh, See, that's why you wanted to do the sassy goldfish, because they also get Memento all the time, just like you. Yeah, I uh, I understand They get Jason Bourne. Because they get Jason Bourne every 15 seconds. So and I they, understand. And sometimes I still wake year, up with every nine years. I'm like, every nine years I wake up and I'm like, hey, stop waking me up. Who are you? What is this? Just like a goldfish, it just happens to them a lot more. Yeah, put me back with my friends. Who are you? What is this? So Why can I kick so high? Petridge Pepperidge Farms. They thought you were being too fantastical with your pitch, but you were trying to explain that this was a true story. This is a true story from me. And what if it happened every 15 seconds instead of every nine years? Yeah, because you can't, you can't wait nine years well, between every goldfish. You, you can't have a TV show with nine seasons where nothing happens and all of a sudden the guy's like, who am I? What am I doing? Yeah, it would be crazy if they did that. Yeah. The, my original pitch was to HBO about a normal guy uh, just having a life for nine years and then all of a sudden he wakes up Jason Bourne and can do good fights and stuff. And they're like, that's a big investment. I'm like, yeah, I need 20 apps every year for nine years, and then we'll because get it. Has to oh, I thought you were talking time. about The Simpsons, where you were saying you can't have a show that runs for nine years, and then they wake up and they're like, who am I? No, my show, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne again. Jason Bourne again. Jason Bourne again. <laughs> Jason Bourne that's again the bureau right there. Yes. But it's just a normal, sexy guy working in regional theater it was like sexy and nice and hot and you know he's, everybody likes him and he's funny and everybody's like ev- there's like nothing wrong and everybody's like really happy with yeah. his job performance and like, it's just again. everything going good and he's and, honest with himself and then, and then for nine, he's <coughs> himself and he's very right self-aware his pitches never get he turned down have, yeah, uh, if he were to have a salad what kind of protein down. would he have on it uh, bacon. <laughs> nice. Uh, what? Lentils. Do we have jokes? Do we do jokes? No. Uh, yeah, let's do favorite favorite joke of the episode. But then nine years after that, then he wakes up and he doesn't remember anything. And then he gets really religious, and it's Jason Bourne again, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> we already did that just a second did we? ago. Did we? Me and Miranda did it at the same time. Really? Yeah. I wasn't What's paying your attention. Favorite joke of this episode. Um, but fucking, <laughs> it's not good. Uh, the only thing I wrote down was, where's my spy camera every every yep. day for the last six months? That was mine, too. See? Yeah. I think just the, the run of callbacks, like, the run of the six month later yeah. callbacks, I think that was my favorite. Great. Like, all, all of them were funny, right in a row. Like, Eugene Fisk being married, and he's a, my supervisor now. <laughs> Ooh, so Miranda, we are ranking our favorite episodes of The Simpsons uh, of the ones we've watched uh, so far. I can guess but where this one is. This one's at the bottom. But what is your favorite episode of The Simpsons? Ever. Okay, so I have seen a singular oh, other God. episode of The Simpsons. Thank, Thank God. God. <laughs> Otherwise, what is the mess? Yeah, it's one where Homer is reading Joan of Arc. Perfect. Um, and so that one Much right. better. is going to be better. It was like told in three stories. I don't remember. Is that, is that one of those episodes? I think so. Yeah. Um, Darren? 
Still Barth General. Mine's still Moaning Lisa. Moaning Lisa for me, too. Still the best episode of all time. Guys, we're 1.7% of the way there. And in in 24 weeks, we'll be we'll dead. still be 1.7% of the way there. Oh, fuck. No. No, percentages don't work that way. Uh, well, you know that. But also... <laughs> We're going to have to start over every nine years. Oh, oh shit. Uh, well, no, but you can listen back to all of them. Yeah, I'll catch myself back. Uh, wait, we got to do sponsors and stuff. Oh, yeah, I forgot about sponsors. Uh, also, do we want to plug anything, Miranda? This isn't coming out for a while. Yeah, come, see not, come see the Bureau every Sunday at 7 p.m. at Go Comedy. Uh, yeah, Miranda fun. and I are in an improv troupe together called the Bureau, and it's the fucking funnest and the best. The best. Yeah, well, you don't remember any of them. So. <laughs> what do you got to plug? I don't have anything to plug. Just sponsors? Plug yeah, let's plug our sponsors. sponsors. Um, Me? Yeah, uh, plug the sponsors. Yeah, uh, this show's been brought to you by porcelain cookie jars that are shaped like ducks. Grab a cookie, you quack. Don't pick stuff that's in the room. Can't <laughs> 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 be any sponsors. Um, yeah, I'll do, um, I'll do Professor Smith's elbow patches. Uh, you're not a real professor unless you have elbow patches. Uh, Miranda, any sponsors? Uh, yeah. Um, moccasins. Mm. <laughs> Just um, in general. I will plug my, uh... Oh, uh, do stuff that's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will plug, uh, of water course... Water moccasins, the snake. <laughs> oh. oh! Well, we're sponsored by snakes now. Yes. Miranda, I said don't pick stuff that's in the room. <laughs> oh, snake! 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 Get it out snake! Get it I got it. I got this. I got this. Grab Just it. do your plug while I'm getting it. We'll, uh, in, we're sponsored it. by Wendy's. That's our real sponsor, and it's real. And right. Wendy shits out all the chili. Okay, Andy, don't asshole. move. It's look. The look in its eye right now. That's bad. Ouch. It's not Ouch. good. No. It, just wait. Hiss at it a little bit. Okay, that's a weird hit. All right, I'm gonna grab it. Uh, okay. Yeah, you were. Just, you just don't remember because oh, you got Jason Bullard. God damn it! All right, here it goes. I'm gonna go for it right now. Uh, on the count of three. One. Two, three. Here's your